I wish it was a little bit more about your work ethic and like how actively are you shooting? Um, what are you trying to do right now to better yourself? Like how do you continually pursue this um, versus, you know, just about the look or the face? Because I do think if people met me in person, you know, it'd be a whole different story. Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chatted with model Madeline Adams. We discussed everything from the swimmer industry to balancing passions, the topic of modeling agencies, the process of hard work paying off, what agencies are looking for, the talk of digitals, as well as social media content, as well as branding yourself. So let's get the memo. Just love your work and I'm just like obsessed. So thanks so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So digging into you, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are, what your passions are, and really just your modeling career? Yeah. Um, So yeah, my name is Madeline Adams. I am 27. Um, I started my modeling career five years ago in Boston. um, And I actually recently just moved to LA. So Um, three months ago, um, back in like the end of August. So it was a huge change for me um, and very exciting change, obviously. Um, It's a much better modeling market. So we'll kind of see how that goes and still building a lot of connections now. Um, I, a lot of people don't know, um, but I still do work full time. Um, I have a wall I model um, straight out of college. So I went to Boston College. Um, I graduated in 2018 and then um, jumped right into my full-time job and then modeling kind of just took off and went parallel to that like all at the same time so I actually work um, in diversity equity and inclusion um, for an IT services company so I still do that um, out here in LA thankful that my um, company has offices all across the nation so I was really easily able to just transfer transfer offices and keep the same job so um yeah, I think that's a, a, just a little bit about me. I'm sure you have more follow-up questions for, on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, just um, getting used to, to LA and definitely navigating um, everything it has to offer. For sure. Yeah, and you said you're only 27, right? Yeah. That's yeah. incredible because you've, you've, I mean, I'm 25, but you've done so much with, with your career so far. And that's just so incredible that you're still doing it. And you're still going at it. I just think that's incredible. You're thriving in LA. Thank so you. yeah, <laughs> thank you. Totally. So moving on to really just your whole life and like your expression and self-expression. So you do a lot. You mainly do, I think bikini modeling and like lingerie modeling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's incredible. And so what is your self-expression kind of like, you know, like, is your self-expression different in front of the camera? Is it different, like, not in front of the camera? Like, how is it kind of, how is that for you? How has that journey been like for you? Yeah, I think it's an interesting question, especially as it, like, pertains to balancing a full-time job, um, because I think that's where I struggled the most in my, like, early stages of modeling was just being, like, vulnerable, vocal, and, like, open about my modeling to, like, a very corporate setting, um, so I guess for anyone going through that, I definitely um, am completely open to chat and give advice there. But I think really what I've learned over the years is just to be, you know, your authentic self. I know I was showing up to my corporate job as like work Madeline <laughs> and yeah. then I was going home and I was being model Madeline and, you know, a whole different person. And um, I think that really 
um, kind of wore me down um, after right. a while. It was a really, you know, it's, it's a big energy suck to maintain these two personas and really protect um, either identity so that they don't bleed into each other. And um, it's this very interesting sort of dichotomy, right? Because work environment, um, you know, back then, even we were so much more formal, like suits, heels, all that stuff. Yeah. And, and then, you know, what I'm doing in modeling, obviously, at the time wasn't as much, but I really now have found my nation specifically swimwear and lingerie, which <laughs> is tough, right? It's the complete yeah. opposite. It's very bare. Um and getting people to understand that and be supportive of it was certainly something I was terrified of, um, but really learned to kind of confide in a few close people, you know, that few close people then kind of, you know, would protect me, um, you know, if anyone was, you know, God forbid, kind of saying anything different about it. Um, and then, you know, I slowly just kind of as I felt like, okay, person A accepted me, um, then then move on to the next, you know, kind of wider um, circle of, of people and share just a little bit here and there. You know, I think I would, I would finally start to tell people like, he's like, oh, would you do this weekend? I remember my company always asked this question and I would just be like, nothing, like I did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, I've been like, you know, in London, like, you know, walking down one of the major runways or, you know, yeah. at, like a major photo shoot for a big brand. And I'd always just try to hide it. But um, I feel like that was slowly the way I kind of just tested the waters and I'd be like, oh, you know, actually I was at a photo shoot and just see what they say and yeah. how, how the reactions went and pray, you know, there wasn't the judgment behind it. But like I said, now I found myself and I've always been a champion of diversity um, in IT because it's just obviously a big industry where it's heavily male dominated, you know, white male dominated. So my big passion is getting more females into IT and things like that. And I'm lucky that's my full-time job now. Um, it wasn't always, but I'm very fortunate that I do sit on a team that's obviously incredibly open to diverse, not only diverse people, but just diverse experiences and backgrounds. So it's been super nice to be now on a corporate team that yeah. fully supports my modeling. Like they all follow me on Instagram um, <laughs> and they ask me about it you yeah. know, um, and they bring it up and I don't even have to like bring it up and, you know, it feels awkward always talking about yourself because modeling is you, you know, it's your appearance, um, right. which is really tough because it always inherently feels selfish, right? Even when you're just saying like, well, you know, I, I was just went to a photo shooter you know, I'm, I'm just a vessel that gets dressed and, you know, thrown down the runway. Like I'm just part of this, this big operation, but it inherently feels really selfish just because it's about your appearance, you know, so in your body. So, right. um, yeah, just super fortunate that I landed on a, on a team that's really understanding. And then um, now I've been really able to be my true authentic self in both settings. And I think that's what really helped me feel more confident about modeling, really own it, um, and also really lean heavily into finding a niche because for a long time I was kind of just trying everything and I think that's the best way to start it's just try everything you know do tons of photo shoots with different photographers like build a really diverse portfolio and now I've really narrowed in um, and specifically went after some big brands pitched myself all these things and um, got a lot of no's um, of course a lot of no's yeah. <laughs> along the way and, and starting off but now to see some of these brands come back around and reach out to me is just, I think this last year has been really eye-opening um, just to watch some of my hard work pay off because it doesn't always feel like it ever is going to pay off in modeling. Um, but this last year for me, I think has been really pivotal. pivotal so yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you've done so much and I mean, I've said that in the beginning of the episode, but I mean, it's so true, you know, and a lot of 
models and aspiring models would love to be in your position um, just because you had a very, yeah. you have had a, and still do have a very successful career in the modeling industry. And because of that, I have to ask you, what is your biggest piece of advice for someone that either wants to start modeling or is modeling and wants to kind of dive into the swimwear and the lingerie industry? Yeah. Um, so my biggest advice for someone who wants to start modeling is it is ultimately a business, right? It's for me, I very much treat it like a business. I treat it like my full-time job. Um, I treat it like I'm running my own business if I was selling a product, right? In, in like a retail store. So um, really making sure you have everything buttoned up and professional. I know it can sound very overwhelming. It can sound like a lot to take on. And it is, you know, I've contemplated hiring someone um, to be on my team many, many times now in the last year, because I am for sure tapped out on um, a pure time perspective. But um, I would say some things that I, I know that I did well when I started in modeling was really investing in a portfolio, um, investing in shooting with really well-known photographers at the time in Boston and ones that were going to yield high-end photos. Um, I know a lot of that, thankfully, um, has changed a bit with the pandemic and everything that's gone really digital. So right now, I mean, most major agencies, including like IMG, you know, Wilhelmina, the top, top, top agencies you can ever go for are really only looking for iPhone pictures, which is insane, right? That like when I started modeling five years ago, that was not the case. You had to have a whole professional book, right? Definitely. Um, So I think that's something that's really cool that's come out of the pandemic. Um, So I would say getting really good at taking clean, really well done digitals just on your iPhone. Like you can start there, um, but it needs to be what they're asking for, right? You've got to follow their guidelines. You've got to continually update your digitals and take new photos because your look's always changing. And then I still think, you know, you, you do need to invest in a couple of really great photographers, pay them, right? I know we all want to collab and, you know, get things for free on both ends of the spectrum, but like really pay some great photographers, get a great book um, and, ha- and, and have that, build on that, build relationships with photographers. I think something else I did really well when I was starting is, you know, I don't know how it necessarily happened, probably just organically, like they reached out to me or I reached out to them, but I actually had a few photographers where I can remember like they were also kind of emerging right as well. And so was I, we like emerged together and yeah. um, I was always like, hustling so much on the brand side of things so it's interesting because I'm a signed professional model but I also told the line of like influencer as well right content creator that's something I really like to do as well um so I work with a lot of brands purely for social media um like content and I and that's where I get a lot of my like when you know it gets in the pandemic especially when no one was booking these commercial gigs um where you couldn't go to a photo shoot in person um, and, and book all these commercial or print ads or this or that, like the typical business we were getting as models, I was then like pivoting to the social media side of things and crushing the content creation end of things. Um, and I developed so many, you know, brand relationships that way and brought those to my photographers that I was also, we were growing at the same time together, brought those brand deals to them and got them paid work. Like, you know, I was getting paid to create the content, but then I got my photographers paid too. So I think I developed this really cool relationship where photographers really respected me because I approached it as a business and it was like, okay, yeah, we'll take the free product and give you free content for a single shoot. But then from here, 
you'll have to pay if you want the content and to use it on your socials and like you know being very like business savvy in that way um whereas now you know a lot of the photographers i started working with all the way back to 2018 you know still we we have these really great relationships and they shoot me whenever i need to for whatever it is on a moment's notice because they respect that I've, I've gotten them a lot of business over the years from brands and i think treating modeling as a business will kind of change the way you understand like all the players in, in the game right um so i think those are like my big nuggets for someone starting out and then you know i think some of that applies to obviously people who have been modeling for a few years it, it's still trying to find ways you know for example if you don't feel like you're booking a lot right now finding ways that you can still use your stunning looks and gorgeous skills and you know social media savvy in other ways um and then you know specifically how i got though into swim and lingerie i don't know i don't know necessarily <laughs> where it all started i i think i really after a while of getting um, comfortable and confident in my own body started to realize and, and maybe it was really some photographers I can think of a few kind of would tell me you know like you have an insane body and not in like a creepy way and like a you really need to like lean into this more like this just doesn't happen like your height you're this you're that like it just doesn't all happen in one package and I never really thought of it that way I never really looked at myself being like oh I'm unique I'm special I'm this I'm that but you know to be a 32d bra size and you know from all of my running uh days have a pretty athletic body and and pretty trim body like swim in lingerie just became like you gotta go that way I mean you just have the assets to fill out what they're looking for and unfortunately right. those assets also don't necessarily work though like sometimes in runway for example where the clothes are teeny teeny tiny and here I am with bigger boobs and like a bigger butt like it's always my butt that I can't get like things over for like a size <laughs> zero um so, yeah you know it's interesting how well one like obviously that's changing right now in terms of what the industry accepts but also two that like your look is going to make sense for certain areas of modeling and it's not necessarily going to make a ton of sense for other areas of modeling like that's just how that goes and I think once I kind of kind of finally realized like yeah okay like lingerie and swim yeah I have the body for this I like it I feel very confident in this um I just started kind of really leaning in on it and now my my mother agency's like okay like we'd love it if you'd shoot some lifestyle and I'm like I'm like no <laughs> all I want to do is just be in swim and lingerie it's just it's just easier less moving yeah. parts but <laughs> yeah so. Definitely. No, I love all those those tips that you had. I mean, it's so knowledgeable, especially coming from a model like you. Um, you know, it's people look up to you and I think a lot of people think, Oh, it's just so easy and she just puts on these, you know, these bras and these, you know, underwear and you know, somewhere and it's so easy to for her to take these photos. No. And like, can I just mention you yeah. do a lot of your shoots on beaches? Uh yeah. that is so difficult. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, everything you see on my Instagram, like unless obviously I tag, but very rarely do I ever work with makeup artists or hairstylists or stylists like everything when I'm building my portfolio I have hustled and figured out how to do on my own from simply from a cost savings perspective so that's something I would really encourage models you do not need your makeup products like I use mostly elf like I am budget friendly I in terms of clothing like I don't wear any crazy designer clothing um, I'm very intentional from where I source or crafty I even thrift sometimes and things like that 
Um, I have a lot of, you know, partnerships with brands to get things for free. So I'm not always just like spending, spending, spending to create these photo shoots. But like, yeah, that's something that, you know, you have to work really hard at. And I think I love that part of it though. And I love like styling my own shoots and making it happen. But certainly it is hard. It is, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times that I even had this moment on on Saturday where I had two photo shoots back to back well, not back to back, I had like maybe like a two hour break. And of course, during the break, I went to go get lunch. And then I was like, oh gosh, I probably shouldn't have, eat. I literally ate like largest breakfast sandwich you've ever seen. And, <laughs> and had like a donut and like everything. <laughs> like I went in and I was like, oh my gosh, I remembered that I brought like two lingerie sets to shoot for the second photo shoot. And I was like, what have I done? Because now I'm so bloated. I right, don't know, yeah. I don't feel good. You know, I feel just like heavy and like you do after any meal. Right. And I was like, I literally said the photographer, I was like, not really like feeling maybe this, these sets I brought. Thankfully, I had a, a big giant dress and then two lingerie sets. Anyway, and I was like, not necessarily feeling like I want to put on these lingerie sets right now. I just don't feel at my best. And I think that's something I like, want models to know is like, no matter how hard you work out in the gym, and I'm a runner, I'm a marathon runner. So like, you know, I understand like, anyone who looks at me is not like, oh, she looks fat or bloated right now, ever. Like no one is ever, is ever going to say that to me because that they're just like, you look tiny no matter what. And to me, obviously we all look at ourselves much more harshly, but like, I always have those moments too. That's so normal um, to yeah, not always definitely. feel like completely ready and confident, especially to be that, that bare, right? Like it feels like every little detail right. has to be right sometimes. Um, and I definitely, definitely went through that stage just dealing with some health issues um this last year that like I went through like a shutdown period of probably six months where I was just like I do not feel confident enough to be in front of the camera right now oh wow um, yeah and that's and that's so normal I think and normal. that's okay yeah. um and and not being too hard on yourself for for those moments those days those months like you know it comes and goes so yeah, yeah definitely I totally agree with all that and I think lingerie is probably one of the most difficult I mean things to shoot especially as a model because just like what you said I mean everyone's looking at your body and you're you know is everything proportionate and you know so yeah yeah I can definitely see that being kind of like a love-hate relationship especially with the process as well because there's so much that goes into it as well and you know as the model you want to make sure everything looks right and that you're posing right and you know like you're not bloated on a set but it's normal it's normal 100 percent. yeah and you can't be yeah you can't be a perfect self every day and I think I've had to let go of that a lot, like, because I definitely can be a bit of a control freak on just, just, like, making sure I'm my absolute best for every single photo shoot, but that's so exhausting, and life happens, and like I said, I work a full-time job, and there's just times where it's, like, you know, I I can't work out as many times in the week as I wanted to before that big lingerie shoot, and I'm thinking, oh, gosh, like, I really let myself down, and then you get the results, and you're, like, oh, okay, like I was really <laughs> overreacting, right? I was really being hard on myself um, and, and they ended up turning out great. So I think that's, that's usually how it goes. Anyway. Definitely, no, definitely. That, that is how it usually goes. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. 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 So moving on to rapid fire, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. What is one thing that you cannot live without? bread I love it <laughs> I'm the same way like, without a doubt like it's not makeup it's not I mean it's bread the phone yeah. it's bread yeah specifically bagels um yeah yeah that was easy for me okay 
Yeah, good. Same. I have a bagel addiction too. What's your what's your yeah. like bagel of choice? Uh everything bagel. Like oh, every me morning. Too. Me too. Yep. Those are like the best. And like sesame seed, yes. Yep. Yep. It's yep. just a model staple. It's just a, a hangry <laughs> model staple. Like if I'm hungry, bread. I need bread immediately. <laughs> so yeah. Totally. <laughs> Love that. What is one fashion trend from the past that you wish would be relevant in our present? Oh. Um, wow I don't know if I have one that I wish I feel like I have more that I wish would not come back like I this is so controversial but I am just such an anti-Uggs person like no offense to anyone who has Uggs now but I just me too I'm not into Uggs either no it just really it's such a scarring bringing me straight back to middle school to the high uggs and I just there's a reason why we all got rid of them I don't know I don't I don't see the appeal I just don't I don't see it um and so I I don't know if I have an answer for the other way around I think yeah like uggs and like crocs sorry um are two of my things that I'm just not I'm just not into I don't think I ever will be I told my team at work if you ever see me buy either of the two please please check in on me. There's something wrong. <laughs> There's something really wrong. I'm probably being held at hostage. Um, oh my God. <laughs> but a trend that I wish people would bring back, like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I, don't, I can only think of bad ones. Like, like the whole like bangs trend right now too. Everyone's doing it. And I think only certain people really can pull off bangs. I don't know. I just, I can only think of ones that like, I don't like. no these are great answers yeah and like it's so funny you bring up the uggs because you and i were like the same age we're two years apart but it's so funny because you totally remember back in like circa 2010 2011 when it was the victoria's secret yoga pants with the pink on like the little waistline and then it was Uh the uggs and then it was like bad we were tucking in flare pants to uggs like in what world um and i'm actually you know what? I'm so glad. I am so glad that skinny jeans have kind of gone out of style. Like, I don't know why we like, cl- we were like cl- literally clinging for dear life onto our skinny jeans. And I just, I, I love my straight leg jeans now. I can't like ever see my, seeing myself go back, but you know, it'll be so interesting to see like maybe the pendulum swing back and like, you know, skinny jeans come back in style at some point. I'm sure they will, but it's so Definitely. interesting for how for so long I feel like that's all I ever wore. Now I have not I can't tell you I probably haven't touched my skinny jeans and I got rid of most of all of them, but like I have one pair maybe remaining and I have not touched them <laughs> in like a year. Like I just won't wear them anymore. I'm like, why did we wear these like torture traps? Like they were so tight <laughs> and like <laughs> you know, so Oh my gosh. So funny. Yeah, no, same here. I think I'm like the same way as you. Like I have like no like I have like a few bootleg but like jeans but like I don't have anything like skinny anymore like the only thing I have really (laughs) from like my jean archive is like I have like these one pair of skinny jeans from like I think like eighth grade that surprisingly still fit me today I don't know why yeah yeah it's the weirdest thing but yeah that's so funny (laughs) oh my gosh if you could change one thing about the modeling industry what would it be and why Oh gosh. I think I would change just like the lack of 
I just think it still comes off as really prestigious and like elitist. Um, I think right now going through, right, trying to, I just recently signed with um, Lucid Models in, in August. They're my um, mother agency and they're continually trying to get me signed with other different like booking agencies, right? Um, and, and right now they're getting a lot of no answers and a lot of love her look, but just like not right now. Um, and I think there's a couple things at play here. I think there's the modeling industry right now is trying to recover from the pandemic. Um, right. There's a lot of money grab moves to make quick, fast money because a lot of agencies obviously didn't do well in the pandemic, of course. Um, no shoots were happening and things like that. So I think right. right now I'm starting to experience and see some of the corruptness or the like agencies with, you know, not the best intentions because again, they're going after money grabs versus actually looking out for their, the human beings that make them money. Um, so I think sometimes we can, and the models can really feel like we're just treated um, like, yeah, just not like human beings. Um, and ultimately like, we are the way they make money. Um, so it's just so interesting that that doesn't always come to the forefront of every modeling agency's like por- uh, priority. Right. Yeah. So. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I'm definitely totally, I love what you said. Um, I feel like there needs to be more visibility in that. And people do need to understand that like, it's, it is true. I mean, it is the models that are making the money for these agencies. Um, right. You know, a lot of models have other agencies' names on their back and they're being, you know, representative to these companies and these brands. And I think it's important, too, to, you know, really, it's it's not just about, like, the image, but it's really the commercialization of it all as well. Because a lot of people just think, yeah. oh, you know, I'll get signed to an agency and I'll get all these jobs. That's not necessarily true, no. you know. Yeah. And there needs to be a lot more... Um, awareness of that you know yeah yeah it's and it's not easy it's not even easy to get signed right because <laughs> yeah. it's so saturated you know exactly. and, and I think that's something too that like you know I wish it was a little bit more about your work ethic and things like that because I know there are girls out there who just have simply a pretty face and are signed with these major agencies and take it for granted and then there are right. the other girls like me who I'm shooting literally every single weekend to build my portfolio and to you know, network and meet as many people in the industry as possible and try to just knock down these doors to get signed with more booking agencies. And, um, and, and I'm constantly just met with the like, Oh, love your look. Like, like I, if anything, I just wish someone would give me a, you know, something to change. Like, I'm like, someone tell me, yeah. you know, someone tell me why I'm not a fit. And it's always the like, so pretty, so stunning. So this, so that, but not right now. I just think it's oversaturated from them signing a lot of people who either like don't want it or or not even don't want it but they it's just a lot going on right now like there's just a lot of of different girls pursuing this field and their books are just like exploding and that's where kind of I think some of that treatment of like not being not feeling like a human being or um that human connection with agencies um happens because they oversign they just they sign too many girls and they do that because most of them charge you know a fee initially and they collect the fee and then they let you just like sit on their website um right so I wish it was a little bit more about your work ethic and like how actively are you shooting um what are you trying to do right now to better yourself like how do you continually pursue this um versus you know just about the look or the face because I do think if people met me in person you know it'd be a whole different story yeah no that's very well said yeah and I think too the modeling industry as a whole I mean we could like talk about this for hours but it is important to really just acknowledge like 
yeah I mean also to like everyone deserves a chance you know like everyone deserves to be signed everyone deserves to have you know yeah good feedback as well just like what you said instead of oh yeah so pretty bye (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. like it's beyond frustrating yeah that they can't take they took the time they wrote the emails the right to write the email back to say you know not interested you couldn't have you know said one more thing about like yeah why right and that is something (laughs) I you know and to models out there ask what's the worst they can do is yeah like I just I just did that with an agency who you know again this is we were catching them more in like the they, they weren't a great agency and I wasn't gonna sign with them regardless and it it was more of the money grab thing that I was talking about um right. leaving you on their books and never signing you and we kind of uncovered that thankfully you know with my mother agency but regardless they kind of emailed me saying oh we're you know ultimately we're not gonna sign you after emailing me saying we're signing you you know basically um because they knew you know I had a mother agency and that meant again they were gonna have to pay more um but uh it's you know in their email they just they said you know we're gonna pass and I, I I emailed back and I said can I ask for feedback as to why and they just like well we weren't confident we could like book you a lot of jobs and I was like, okay, well, why would you, why would you email me in the first place? Why would you reply <laughs> to my application in the first place? It didn't make any sense, but regardless, like it, it, um, it's interesting to, again, that is a very common in the modeling industry, this sort of vague, like elitist sort of talk. Right. It's like, why aren't we just real with each other? Why can't we just be like, we have, you know, too many blonde, like the most refreshing thing I've heard is like, we had too many blondes on our book and you're another blonde. And to be honest, your look's not that different from the 15 other blondes we have on our book right now. And we want to prioritize getting them work, you know, first and foremost. And I find that way more refreshing than the vague, like, well, we just, we don't need your look right this second, or we just, you know, we're passing and no reason why that's, it's really hard as a model to like, not know why you're not being picked. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I love how outspoken you are as well because I, I do feel like it's kind of a fend for yourself type of thing. But I also think it's like yeah. we're gonna leave you in the dark and you're gonna have to figure it out on your own. Yeah, 100%. and it's difficult. So, it's difficult, especially really. when you are building your portfolio and you are trying to work with you know really good companies and get signed with really good agencies. It's it's like kind of a waste of your time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. lot of time that goes into it because most people would think, oh, it's just an application, whatever. No, that application that's your time. Yeah, it, and it takes, takes a while. It takes time. Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. So, be considerate of other people's time. Nobody's <laughs> <Yeah>. listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. and lastly, who is your dream client to book? Uh, oh, I, I, I guess I mean without hesitation, the first one that comes to mind is Victoria's Secret, oh, which is like gosh. so quintessential. How many girls say that on this podcast? A lot. <laughs> really? <laughs> In general, I feel like so many people say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say like, you know, a higher designer, this or that. I'm sure people want to be like, oh, you know, Dior or something. Like that. I think one, I think I'd be really good in like a fragrance ad, to be honest, because I feel yes. like those are all really like sensual and like very sexy. And, like, I don't know necessarily, I don't have like a dream brand. I just think a fragrance ad would be so cool. I also feel like I'm underratedly like I should be like in a hair ad like I have like good I've never dyed my yeah. hair it's completely natural um I don't have extensions people always ask me about my hair even a photographer the other day like a male photographer was like wow your hair is stunning at it like it was like at a paid client shoot and I was like thank you I was like <laughs> I should I like really need to be a hair model like sh- so if anyone's listening like booking as a hair model uh, I don't even know if those are a thing like I never really see those but um I'm sure it is a thing um 
and then yeah Victoria's Secret I mean look like I know they've come under a lot of heat and I think you know without the runway show it's not quite the same um for sure not but I mean in terms of like what originally sparked my interest in modeling it was watching the Victoria's Secret runway shows you know like it was looking at those girls and being like wait I'm like as tall as them I'm as skinny as them like I've got the boobs like I was like you know I was like I yeah I could do that I'm like I seriously could do that and I remember uh, I said this on my I think oh I just posted a reel about this but um about my journey I actually was a professional photographer for like literally like six or eight years um all through high school all through college and I didn't start modeling until after college um which is really interesting so could talk for days about that too but um but I remember being in my sophomore year dorm room with my my roommate Veronica and she was recording me practice my walk like after we watched the Victoria's Secret fashion show and she was like you could totally do this. Like, I'm literally walking in, like, a bra and underwear. Like, a Victoria's Secret bra oh, wow. and underwear. And, like, we, she sent me the video the other day. I mean, it's so blurry and, like, whatever. But I still have it. And I remember, like, that. I was always secretly wanting a model, you know, all the years I was a photographer. But I grew up in this tiny, tiny town in upstate New York. So, like, even when I looked into it and did research, in, like, in high school, it was just, like, where, like, there's no business here in, you know, Syracuse, New York. So, I just never really, you know, went for it. There's really no even modeling agencies there um and then yeah in college I was just afraid to do it for like the judgment I just I was a runner I went to college um for d1 running so I just was like that was my brand and I was afraid to do anything that would distract me from running or that would give me another type of brand that maybe and I just think people in college are so immature right like you know if I was going to want to go be a model all of a sudden I would turn into all these other words right that were not not so nice (laughs) Right. And, you know, boys that age cannot handle that kind of thing. So I'm just like, I'm going to stay, stay clear of that. Um, but yeah, I, I think really those fashion shows really were like something I look forward to every year. Um, and I, I, that's where I thought, okay, you know what? I could do this. I look just like some of these girls, like Candace. Uh, definitely my role model. Who's your favorite angel? Candace. Oh my God. Oh, Candace is your favorite? Her and I are literally twins. Like, I swear. Um, uh-huh. That and like, I love um, Gigi Hadid as well because just because she has so many birthmarks and I'm actually covered in birthmarks. Um, I don't know if it's like something people would first notice about me, but in the same as her, like we have birthmarks all over, which is just like cool to see. Um, yeah. Because oftentimes I feel very like vanilla. I feel very American, but I'm like there are definitely unique things about me, um, you know, that is, is different and. Um, and yeah, so yeah, Candace would be my idol. Love Gigi. People say Gigi and I sound alike too. So that's also very interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, like our voices. I don't know. But um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, Victoria's Secret would be the dream. And I would say, you know, there were definitely some other ones, like Stepping Stones uh, along the way that I've kind of checked off my list. So it's, you know, I, it's the first thing everyone comments on my Instagrams. You know, whenever I do something, they're like, Victoria's Secret like yeah. you are sleeping on her and I'm like I just always tag them I'm like one day one day one day yeah. um that and obviously I think Sports Illustrated I mean obviously as a as a swim model too that's that would be the absolute pinnacle for sure yes no I definitely can see that yeah Sports Illustrated for sure <laughs> VS for sure yeah um, move over Candace um yeah <laughs> I'm just kidding I love Candace <laughs> no no she can say she can say we'll, we'll share the spotlight on her <laughs> but oh my gosh well thank you so much Madeline for joining the model memo this has been such an amazing chat I'm just so excited for your journey and what's next for you 
thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Excited to share. And like I offered before, I mean, if like any models listening, always reach out, always feel free to network. Um, and that's how I, you know, I even today, I just reached out to four models to hear their experience with a certain agency, right? Always do your references and like check with your girlies because they'll always be honest and, and tell you all the real things. So yeah, <laughs> always definitely. here for that. And um, to anyone who like just might need a mentor too in the space. Yes, yes. And where can people find you on Instagram? Yes. So my Instagram is at mind over Madeline. So it's a play on mind over matter. Oh, um, my, yeah, my motto in life has always been like, you can do whatever you put your mind to. So um, one of my friends coined that for me, like you just always push through no matter what. And um so yeah, that's where hashtag, well, now at mind over Madeline uh, came about. <laughs> yeah, no, I will link that all below. And again, thank you so much for joining. I find you to be such a powerhouse, such a woman. And yeah, it's just been an honor speaking with you on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.